Hi everyone, it's Amanda Ripley. So I know a lot of us are gonna be driving or flying across the country in the coming weeks to visit family for the holidays. And while you're on the highway or in the air, we thought you might like this special episode of the Atlas Obscura podcast. The Atlas Obscura podcast is like an audio guide to the world's most wondrous, all-inspiring places. In this episode, they visit the San Diego Automotive Museum in California to hear about one man's dream of creating the ultimate road trip car. Check it out. Hi, how's it going? Amanda, nice nice to meet you. you. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having us. I'm at the San Diego Automotive Museum, which is tucked inside a large park near downtown. Curator Maria Romano de Leon meets me at a side door to let me in. Today, the museum is actually closed to the public, but I'm getting a private tour. Maria leads me down a back hallway and pushes through a curtain into the main floor of the museum. It looks like a giant airplane hangar. Oh my god, the Scooby-Doo mystery machine. Whoa. Is this the real? Maria points out objects in the collection as we go by. Next to the super groovy mystery machine, there's plenty of other automotive relics, like the Batmobile from the 1960s TV show. But we are beelining to the back because we're here to see one car in particular, the crown jewel of the museum's collection. We have the Louis Matar car, so that's why I know why you're here. (laughs) And then Maria shows me, without a doubt, the strangest car that I've ever seen. I'm Amanda McGowan, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're going to the San Diego Automotive Museum to learn about one man's dream of creating the ultimate road trip car. That story, after this. Look, I love how it's set up. Yeah, we want you to be able to see the inside of it. Maria and I are standing in front of a 1947 Cadillac. It's this big, cream-colored, heavy-looking car. At first glance, I would say that it looks pretty sleek. But the longer I look at it, the more unusual details start to pop out. For example, there is actually a full-sized shower head sticking out of the hood of this car. And instead of a glove box, there's a wet bar with a tap labeled whiskey. So this is obviously not your average everyday classic car. This is Louis Matar's fabulous car. So Louis Matar was a local auto mechanic, basically. His auto repair shop was in downtown San Diego, but he had a really good talent for electrical work. And he had a a big dream to make a car as comfortable as possible. (laughs) And for Louis, obviously comfort included access to all of his favorite beverages. He did like the sparkling water basically, because I guess he liked whiskey and soda and stuff. And then you could do hot water for tea. Maria steps in to show me some more of the car's many bells and whistles. So we've got an early reel-to-reel tape deck on the floor between the front seats. And that's not all. Actually, an interesting thing is it has like an early mobile phone inside, like a car phone. that probably works with varying degrees of functionality, but that's what the little antenna is for on the top. 
and attached to the area where a center console would be in a modern car. And there's like a hookah. You can see there's a water pipe inside. So funny. Yeah. Like, what do you need in a car? <laughs> it also Maria says like the hookah is likely a little nod to Louis's Lebanese heritage. Then we move on to the back seat where there's a fridge, a grill for cooking, an ironing board that folds down in between the back seats. There's even a toilet. And the back seat itself has many uses. But it also turns into a bed, so it's like a full kind of house inside okay. the back of a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> when Louis Matar purchased this 1947 Cadillac sedan, new, he had it in mind as a nice family leisure car. He bought it so that he and his wife could go on picnics. <laughs> And then he uh, he wanted more from his picnics, right? So he wanted hot water for tea, and he wanted a fridge for the sandwiches. <laughs> so those were the first things that he installed in the car. But then over time, Louis's dream grew. And then he thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny to like drive across the country in a car and you never had to stop? So then he started doing other really crazy, honestly, <laughs> kind of... Um, <laughs> Uh, additions to the car that really do involve a lot of ingenuity and electrical work. (laughs) It's one thing to design a car where you don't have to stop to get lunch or go to the bathroom. It's another thing to design a car where you never have to stop at all, even if you get a flat tire. Some of the features of the car are that any wheel can be changed while it's driving, which is crazy you could go out on that little like hydraulic platform and change the tire that way. Louis Matar actually demonstrated this auto maintenance in motion on the 1950s TV show You Asked For It. From now on, don't take your eyes off this fabulous car. There's the first of many miracles. The catwalk move out hydraulically, allowing Louis Matar and his son Leroy to step right out and move back to the trailer. In this clip, one of Louis's crew members creeps along the edge of a narrow platform that runs the whole length of the car. This platform made it possible to do all sorts of maintenance while driving. Crew members could fill up the gas tank. With the help of a hydraulic lift, they could change a tire on the road. They could even check on the engine without pulling over. Looks like Louis wants the hood raised. Uh-huh. Yeah, just the whole idea of having the hood open while the car's in motion is really crazy like so wait i didn't even i thought it was just props like that for no i mean he could he could drive with it open because there's stuff you'd have to do you know like you could do all the fluids and refill everything while the car was moving and this is why i noticed that the hood itself actually has little glass windows embedded in it near the bottom close to the windshield wipers yeah so you could still see (gasps) that's wild while you're driving that's wild it's pretty crazy In 1952, the car had its first major test, which was a cross-country road trip from San Diego to New York and back. So 6,000 miles, no stops. The car was refueled three times from a moving gas truck. The crew and the car made the whole trip in one piece, but let's just say it wasn't without its challenges. I had this... uh... A researcher told me one time that they, on the first leg from San Diego to New York, they got really constipated and had to have a doctor bring them laxatives 
because they I don't know what they were eating, but like. <laughs> Two years later in 1954, the open road called Louis's name once again. So he and his fabulous car went on another trip. So he went to New York, and then the second time he went between Mexico City and Anchorage, Alaska. And I guess that was the one where he really wanted to turn back because he was worried about the weather. <laughs> and I guess the, the roads in Alaska were kind of still, like, undeveloped, so he it was, like, harder to drive on them. He was all worried about that. Thanks to these trips, Louis became kind of a celebrity in Southern California. He would bring the car around to county fairs and car shows, and, of course, to TV programs like You Asked For It. And before Louis retired, he would hold these weekly parties at his auto garage in San Diego, and he'd fire up the grill of the car to make kebabs for anybody who wanted to stop by. The car became so notable that the Smithsonian even asked Louis if they could put it in their collection. But Louis wanted it to stay in San Diego. Maria tells me that before he died in 1999, Louis was known to show up at the museum and tell visitors all kinds of stories about the car's glory days. And since his death, his relatives have picked up that mantle. His family members still stop by and like tell stories about him. Um, Yeah, they've been known to show up (laughs) and talk to whoever is checking out the car. Louis's caddy is pretty wacky, but Maria sees Louis as a trailblazer in his own right. He's a predecessor to all of the Americans who still live for life on the road. It's still an element of our culture that exists now, for sure. Van life and stuff, it's it's all kind of the same, like the new iteration of this old idea that Louis Vuitton also had. (laughs) That's funny, he's like an early van lifer. (laughs) He would have had an Instagram. (laughs) Caddy life. (laughs) Yeah. You too can visit Louis Matar's fabulous car at the San Diego Automotive Museum in Balboa Park. It's open Tuesday through Sunday from 10 to 5. Special thanks to Maria Romano de Leon for telling me the story of Louis Matar's fabulous car. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes... Dylan Therese. Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Willis Ryder-Arnold. Sarah Wyman. Manolo Morales. Baudelaire Seuss. Gianna Palmer. Tracy Samuelson. John Delore. Our technical director is... Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by... Luce Fleming. If you would like to learn more, go to atlasobscura.com. There is a link in our episode description. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall, and I'm Amanda McGowan, wishing you all the wonder in the world. See you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. You've been listening to the Atlas Obscura podcast. It comes out Monday through Thursday, so don't forget to sign up wherever you listen. And by the way, if you want to hear more stories about America's quirkiest roadside attractions and how to create your own, check out our recent episode, How to Put Your Town on the Map. Thanks for listening.